Hi there, and welcome to Vineyard Church Delaware County's podcast. My name is Michael Hansen. I'm the lead pastor here at the church, and I am so glad that you have joined us for this week's message. I'm going to have a little bit more to say at the end, but for now, enjoy the teaching. I'm doing this series called Who Do We Think We Are, where we've been taking a look at uh, Paul's letter to the Ephesians found in the New Testament part of the Bible, and we've been going through pretty much verse by verse, uh, take, talking a look at answering this question and seeing how, uh, who do we think we are? Who are we as Christians? What is our identity in Christ? And then based upon that identity, how does that cause us then to live out our lives? What does that, what does that look like to walk out the Christian life in everyday things that we go through? And uh, last weekend, we came to the most practical section uh, where Paul talks about three distinct relationships and what does it look like to walk out your Christianity in these three different relationships. And we started the first one last week and we're talking about marriage. Uh, if you were here or watched online, we interviewed a wonderful woman, Leslie Hansen, in our church who is a counselor and talking about marriage. And this weekend, we've come to the next example, relation example, maybe what I would consider maybe the most scary, intimidating, anxious-causing topic in parenting. Uh, and parenting. And so my wife, Sarah, and I, we have three kids. Ava is our, our daughter. She is a beautiful dancer who's going to turn 13 this week. She's very excited. to. We are about ready to enter the teenage years of parenting. Uh, we have Caleb, our son, who just turned 11, and he can pretty much be found with a book in one hand and a Rubik's Cube in the other at all times. He can solve a Rubik's Cube in like 44 seconds or something crazy. Uh, the only way I know how to solve a Rubik's Cube is to take the stickers off and stick them back on in the right order, in the order I want them in. Uh, and then our youngest, Aaron, is about to turn eight in the next month, and he, is, he loves sports. He's our, he would be throwing a football around this room if I'd let him. But, uh, but we are so blessed, Sarah and I are, are, to have three wonderful children, and yet nothing keeps me up more at night. Nothing causes more stress, nothing causes more anxiety than these three beautiful stinkers that God has gifted us with. Uh, and I often, every day, I think, I did not handle that well. Or I don't know what to do in this situation or that situation. Jesus, help me. Like, Jesus, help me. Uh, in Ephesians 6, Paul specifically speaks to both children and to parents in the Ephesian church, and he addresses how they should respond to each other, how they should talk to each other and relate to each other as followers of Christ. And it's only four short verses, but it is packed full of implication. And so we're going to read it. Let's throw it up on the screens here. It's Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. It says this, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So we'll pause right there in that. Uh, but here, Paul, I love that he first talks to children, like in the room, that children were a part of the church. Children were not a nuisance. Children were not this, like, add-on. Children were thought of as part of the church, just like we want to think of our children as are, are part of the church. Uh, and so I love that he addresses them. He talks to them about how important it is for them to obey their parents. He talks really something they would have learned at a young age, you know, one of the Ten Commandments, like we still often teach our kids the Ten Commandments, 
they would have known those and, and just reminds them of how important that is, that, uh, that it, it's going to help in, you know, impact the future of your life. It's going to in a positive way, so you need to obey your parents. And then Paul addresses fathers. He talks to fathers, and I think it's important to note that the word fathers in the original Greek language can also be translated parents. It can, also, it can be used for both. And, and so uh, I think by, based on how in verse 2 that he, he addressed, he talks about children obey your fathers and mothers, that actually parents is probably a better translation in this verse 4 here that he should be talking to both moms and dads. So don't worry, moms, you are not being missed out in this passage. Uh, and, and to talk more about this topic and to unpack these verses, similar to last weekend where we interviewed a person, uh, we're going to share an interview that I got a chance to sit down with two just wonderful uh, individuals. If you're newer to the vineyard, you may not have got a chance to meet these people yet, but if you've been around VCDC for some time, I think this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful treat. So we're just going to jump right into it. So if you want to turn your attention to the screens, we're going to go ahead and roll this interview, and then I will come back up here in a and a little bit later here. Well, hey, church. It's so good to just be continuing our conversation talking about parenting. And I've invited uh, some special guests here today. Danny and Penny Meyer are joining us uh, to talk about this topic as, of, of parenting as we've been looking at Ephesians 6, uh, 1 through 4. And you're Danny and Penny, I'm just so thankful that you guys joined us. Uh, you guys have been uh, you are parents yourself. You're grandparents, right? <laughs> yeah. Some of your grandchildren, I think, are almost to adulthood yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for those of you who don't know Danny and Penny, they are the founding pastors of BCDC. And so in a lot of ways, they are spiritual father, spiritual mother to so many uh, of us here at the church. And so I'm so glad we could just sit down and have this conversation. I'm glad sure. you're mm-hmm. to be here. It is. Yeah. It is well, so good. Good. We'll just kind of jump right in, you know, as, as, as we're looking at Ephesians 6, 1 through 4, you know, it really addresses, mm-hmm. rather being children, that children would have been in the audience hearing this mm-hmm. letter being read, and it really addresses to them, hey, how important it is for you children to honor and obey your parents. So just talk to us a little bit about not how important that is, not just to be good kids mm-hmm. and follow the rules, but mm-hmm. why is it so important that our children... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, our honoring and obeying parents. We kick that off. Okay. Well, you know, first of all, we are we are honored to be here too. And um, the one thing we looked at these questions and we thought we could spend the whole time on question yeah. one. So we're going to just barely cover it. But, um, you know, that whole idea of teaching our children to honor their parents, mm-hmm. it I just can't tell you how important that is. That is really good for children to learn that there are people that they need to honor. And basically the word in the original language just means to show respect um, for good things. And, um, you know, I've noticed that a lot of children don't know how to do that today. And, um, you know, it helps them understand that The world does not completely revolve around them when they begin to learn that they need to honor their parents. And that carries over in life. It carries over to their school teachers, to their college professors, to their bosses in in work. And some people have never learned that and they can't keep a job. 
And, um, you know, it's just so important for us to teach our children to honor their parents. Yeah. And so, and also, I think we need to live as parents, and we're going to talk more about this, in a way that can be easy to honor. Of mm -hmm. course, we're going to make mistakes along the way. We'll talk more about that. But um, we need to really ask the Lord to help us to live in a way that would be honoring to Him. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I think that's that's really excellent. I think that the challenge, you know, in, in parenting and most of life, is mm -hmm. it's issues of of finding the right the right balance yeah. you know if this was the only verse in the bible it would uh you know it would bring about a, a certain response but i i think the key in in training and teaching our children to to honor their parents it, one has to understand as you look at the rest of the scripture is that 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 happens in the context of of love and acceptance yeah. mm -hmm. you know if you're just teaching yeah. Yeah. obedience or honoring your parents yes. or don't talk back or don't ask questions mm -hmm. or don't ask why i think you, you miss the thrust of it the thrust of the scriptures and and these passages in particular is that we want as penny said we want to train the kids to to be able to do well in life mm -hmm. you know and they're mm -hmm. going to constantly find themselves in situations sometimes with good kind mm -hmm. just fair employers, parents, and, and friends, and spouses, and at times they may not. Yes. But we, we, we want to be able to, to train ourselves and train our kids yeah. to be able to, to have some self-control, exactly. to be able to not have to have their way, not have to react. Mm -hmm. and, but, but to think about that, I think this mm -hmm. is just important on this particular verse, to think about teaching them to honor or to, to be obedient has to take place in an environment where they feel loved, where they feel mm -hmm. accepted, where they feel mm -hmm. like my my parents do want to want to hear me. But mm -hmm. that's not uh, we're not relinquishing as parents our right to be parents just because mm -hmm. a child you know feels well. I don't think you heard me. <laughs> I don't feel accepted. Mm -hmm. It's 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 a balance, and it's mm -hmm. it's. You know, it's sort of like a pendulum. It's it's impossible mm -hmm. to, to find that perfect balance, but we're just being aware. Mm -hmm. I want to train them to do well in life. Yeah. I want them to also feel feel surrounded by an environment that's conducive. That's a, that that would enable them to want to learn how to mm -hmm. control their own thoughts, temper, yeah. words, yeah. and actions. Yeah. yeah, I love that, and it really is. We are in our in our own kids. We're their first experience of what a parent is like, mm -hmm. and so then to turn to look to God as Father, yeah. how important that is. Mm -hmm. If it's just about obedience mm -hmm. and not about love yeah. and acceptance as well, then we mm -hmm. miss hugely yeah. on the mm -hmm. or have the wrong idea of who God is. That's right. so true. Yeah. Right, and, and the basic mm -hmm. rule in in relationships, whether it's with God or with mm -hmm. human beings, parents, with children, is that that real obedience, real mm -hmm. honoring comes out of relationship. Mm -hmm. It flows out of it intimacy. Really it, it flows out of trust. Mm -hmm. So that if, if we provide that, mm -hmm. it gives them a foundation. Mm -hmm. It gives them that, that model that they yeah. can live with. That's yeah. wonderful. And I think also just focusing more on their heart. Yes. You know, oftentimes we, Danny and I talked about when we were raising our kids that it's really easy just to focus on the outward 
appearance mm -hmm. of honoring, but their heart was far from right. that. Mm -hmm. And to really work with them on let, allowing the Lord to touch their mm -hmm. hearts right. and to, and we have to submit to God, mm -hmm. like you said, as our father and mm -hmm. honor him, even right. sometimes when we don't understand. Right. Totally. Right. Yeah. I know with my own kids, like, uh, as I'm a parent, sometimes they'll be obedient but they're doing it yeah. <laughs> with an angry face and their their heart is showing on their face. Yes. And, yes. and for me to say, hey, I understand. I appreciate that you're doing what I asked you to do. Yeah. But but actually, I'm more concerned about where your heart's at. Right now. That's yeah. Because that so is good. showing, okay, you're willing to be obedient, sort of. Mm -hmm. But if I, I wasn't asking or if my back was turned, you wouldn't be doing this. And so we need to address the deeper issue. Yeah, exactly. In fact, one, one thought on that that I won't elaborate on. <laughs> I'll let you... you uh, tease it out over the next number of years. But that it, I think for parents, it's, it's, it's probably more important to train, to, to discipline attitude yeah. than actions. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, mean, there are, I mean, you have to sometimes discipline in action, you mm -hmm. know, writing, you know, uh, or using crayons on the wall, you know, <laughs> when you're an infant, that's fine. But you know, when they're 15, 16 years it's old, sometimes you, have, that might be an issue. you sometimes have to address actions, mm -hmm. but it's, it's attitude mm -hmm. that causes more problems for human beings, mm -hmm. adults yeah. and children. It's, it's the attitude that causes yeah. more problems in life mm -hmm. than, yeah. than our, our actions yeah. that we actually do more often than not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So let's flip side here. Let's talk about parents. Cause then in Ephesians, 6, 4, you know, Paul starts addressing, he says fathers, but other translations just say mm -hmm. parents. Mm -hmm. So we'll kind of talk about it from that perspective. But, you know, he talks about them, how important it is not to provoke our children in anger, mm -hmm. to exasperate them, depending on the version you're mm -hmm. using. But I know for me as a parent, you know, there's so many times where I look back and I think, oh, I did not handle that well. <laughs> like I didn't, like I overreacted, mm -hmm. you know. So, mm -hmm. so talk to us about the importance of what do we do in a situation where we realize, oh, yeah, I have reacted. Mm -hmm. And how important is it? to um to just to, to to tease out with our kids to go to them to ask forgiveness to, mm -hmm. to you know mm -hmm. to repent of that well, I, I think that's that is the key is that we have the opportunity to be real and when we're parents aren't just i mean obviously as parents if you've been a parent for more than 15 20 minutes you realize that that you're not going to do it perfectly <laughs> so and that's true. part of in some in some sense that's part of God's design that we can model how we deal with yeah. our own brokenness, yeah. how we deal with overreacting, how we deal with mm -hmm. with not listening or, or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So I don't think being good parents means that we don't make mistakes, it's that we don't so overreact, true. we don't underreact. Mm -hmm. I think being good parents means that we we can go to our children. I, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't I couldn't even possibly count mm -hmm. how many memories I have of going to each of my mm -hmm. kids at various times, at various ages, mm -hmm. saying, you know, I'm really sorry. What I said was true. How I said it yeah. or the way in which I approached it was really yeah. not appropriate. And I, I, I'm i sorry that that offended mm -hmm. you. I'm not sorry that we had to have that conversation, yeah. but I'm sorry how I acted yeah. in that conversation. Please forgive me. And, and doing that is, is tre of tremendous value. Yeah. So, to, so mm -hmm. the uh, parents oftentimes put themselves under undue yeah, pressure, pressure, thinking that we can't make a mistake, yeah. we can't do something wrong, right. when actually it's the making of the mistakes 
and doing things mm-hmm. wrong yeah. that is, is part of and maybe mm-hmm. the most significant part of the training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would encourage all of you parents that are in the midst of it just to take a deep breath, relax, and know that you will make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> the one thing that Danny and I have always said, you know, there's a lot of talk about dysfunctional homes. Yeah. Well, the reality is we all have dysfunctional yeah, homes. Sure. Some are more dysfunctional than others, but we are all sinners saved by grace that God is still not finished with us yet. And so um, it is so important to accept that, but then continue growing. I know I asked a couple of my kids this week, I said, what kind of things caused you to look back and see those things as good memories? Mm -hmm. And I know our daughter said, you know that I watched you and dad just continue to grow, you mm. continue to grow, yeah, no, and that you didn't just, you know, uh, have all this head knowledge about the Bible, you know, but that you continue to grow in intimacy with Jesus. Yeah. And it's so, so important. I cannot, you know, overstate how important mm-hmm. modeling that is. Yeah. Yeah. And our children see much more by our actions than right. what we say. Unfortunately, they do. You wish they don't. Don't pay attention to my actions. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like, oh. I know, but yeah. they do. They watch how you live right. and and showing just how you honor the Lord, how you honor yeah. other people, how you speak of other people right. is sure so important. And, and part of that, this verse in particular that mm-hmm. talks about not exasperating yeah. children. Yeah. One of the thoughts that just comes to mind mm-hmm. that I, that I find for myself is that. Oftentimes when I get to that place mm-hmm. of impatience yeah. or where where I, I'm, I'm just not giving them the mm-hmm. space that's needed in, in that particular moment, it's usually because I mm-hmm. I lose track, mm-hmm. number one, of what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. which is, is train. Yeah. Uh, but more often than not, I'm losing track of the fact that, that parenting, mm-hmm. like most everything in life, is a marathon. And and I'm usually focused on how the, how they're responding, how they're behaving, how in this moment isn't what it should be. Mm-hmm. But I forget. Okay, better that I look at how are they doing over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Are are they showing over the last number of months? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. motion, movement, ups and downs. Yeah. Where, but where they're they're maturing, where they're developing, where they're they're getting it, rather mm-hmm. than each interaction being a isolated incident mm-hmm. and sometimes it's better just to say mm-hmm. you know this didn't go over well but they're tired mm-hmm. or this yeah. didn't go over well but i'm, I'm tired, tired. Yeah. so but mm-hmm. tomorrow's another day yes. and not everything has to be accomplished yeah. in in yeah. each moment uh-huh. right. and one last thing i want to say about that you know um my i was raised in a christian home but one of the negative things was that my father Uh, often would exasperate us to anger as children. And we've talked about that by not ever allowing us to say anything when he would give us a command. Mm -hmm. He felt like that's what the Bible taught. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I just want, I'm, you know, I want to know the whys behind it. And I would remember saying, can you explain to me why I can't do that? And my father would say, no, because I said so. Right. And I boy, that, right? Right. I would just be, oh, beat yeah. red with anger. 
And uh, later he apologized to us mm -hmm. for that. He said, you know, I look back on that and that wasn't good. Yeah. And, you know, we, we told each other we loved each other. He said, I loved you all so much. Right. And I was trying to show love in the best way that right. I could. Right. Uh, but things like that can really exasperate our right. children to anger. Right. Yeah, that, and that's so good. And seeing it as long-term teachable moments. Yes. Like, uh, that we want the long-term, not just the short-term behavior mm -hmm. or fix this, mm -hmm. or you can get this, pull this together. Yeah. But that we're trying to train our children. Right? Yes. And that takes that's time. It. it is that marathon. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so and teasing that out just a little bit more, but... Um, you're talking about, you know, it goes on to talk about how important it is to train our children in the instruction of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So just, I mean, talk to us about, I mean, you raised mm -hmm. three kids, yeah. all walking with the Lord, and I know them all a little bit, you know. Uh -huh. One's a missionary, one's a counselor, <laughs> one's a church planner, pastor, and so you go, uh, these three, you know, kids. But I know it hasn't always been that easy. Yeah. I know they've had seasons mm -hmm. uh, where that wasn't always the case, just knowing yeah. their personal. Mm -hmm. but, but talk just to us about how important that is of making yeah. that a really, I mean, we Mm -hmm. We're all we know we want to raise our kids to be good citizens mm -hmm. and we want to raise right. them to be healthy individuals and and and, and mm -hmm. respectful and all yeah. those kinds of things, but just about uh -huh. I, I think that's that's mm -hmm. true and, and your point that uh where our kids are today and where they mm -hmm. uh you know have arrived at wasn't it wasn't a direct path. No. And again, it's allowing there to be mm -hmm. them finding who they are. And mm -hmm. I think that's why with the scriptures talk about raising your children mm -hmm. up in the way they should go, mm -hmm. you're understanding there's a variety of temperaments. Yes. You know, some of our children are rather uh, more relaxed mm -hmm. and more, or more shy or more uh, compliant. Mm -hmm. Other uh, ones of our kids mm -hmm. were a lot more challenging <laughs> and, and so I won't on. ask you the name. Yeah, right. <laughs> we all, yeah, yes. You all would know. But the, the, the reality is it's, mm -hmm. it's allowing them yeah. to be who they are, yes. but, but helping to shape. Yeah, and to shape. that end, mm -hmm. I, I think part of the training mm -hmm. is just what Penny is referring to, where you, you are helping them to understand the why. Mm -hmm. It's not just because they want to know why yeah. or because they're... So. they're yeah. Exactly. It's, it's not just saying, mm -hmm. because I said so. Someone once told me when I was a very, very young parent, realize when you're raising your kids... Really, what you need to be thinking about is you're raising your grandchildren. <laughs> In other words, I want my kids to understand how to be good parents themselves. Mm -hmm. So yeah. a lot of parenting mm -hmm. is saying, no, I, I really don't want you to go to the, mm -hmm. that party. Yeah. And I want you to understand here are the reasons why. And I understand mm -hmm. that's frustrating you, but here are the reasons why I, I can't let you yeah. go to that particular mm -hmm. party or, or mm -hmm. whatever it may be. And I explain mm -hmm. the principles and, and it's not just because I'm trying to convince them, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to impart to them. I'm trying yeah. to train them yes. you know, to, to understand mm -hmm. how to come to conclusions yeah. mm -hmm. and, and acknowledging to them, this may not mm -hmm. be fair. It may not be the mm -hmm. right decision as to you know, this particular yeah. case. And, and someday I may have to come back and ask your forgiveness, yeah. you know, but at this point, here's yes. how I've come. When mom and I have talked about it, it just doesn't seem mm -hmm. like it's a good idea for these reasons. Yeah. And when you raise children, hopefully you'll take that into yeah. account. <laughs> right. Yeah. That makes sense. And to be doing that developmentally appropriate. Like yes. I'm not going to sit down my two-year-old exactly. 
and explain in deep. Exactly. Yeah, no, you don't you want know, to do whatever. that. But, at the, but, but there are ways mm -hmm. to do that in simple ways. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They can't understand. And then obviously, mm -hmm. as they're older, yeah. they sure. can comprehend more of where you're going. Yeah. yeah. And I think that whole, that word training is huge because, you know, it gives the idea of training over a long yeah. period of time. Mm -hmm. And that we really are training our mm -hmm. children. We're not just making them obey us for that time, that day. But we're really trying to, if we can think in terms of imparting into our mm -hmm. children things that will be tools for their life. Mm -hmm. But the other thing I wanted to say about that, it's just training in the way of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that is huge because I know I can speak, Danny and I were talking about this last night, I can speak from personal experience that my mom mm -hmm. really had a wonderful walk with oh, Jesus. Yeah, and that really impacted mm -hmm. my life really more than anything she could have done. We had our, you know, Bible studies and uh, as a family, and I don't even hardly remember any of the topics mm -hmm. or anything, but boy, I remember mm -hmm. my mom when she would, she wasn't perfect. She, she, sure. she was a fiery sure. woman, you know, and there were times that she'd lose her temper with us. And then she would come to us and she'd say, you know, guys, I really um, am getting kind of out of control and I need to go spend some time with the Lord. Yeah. And she'd go and she'd say, just leave me alone for a little bit. Yeah. And she'd give us something to do. And she'd yeah. go into the bedroom and spend mm -hmm. time in there. And I remember going and pe thinking, what does she do in there? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? Spend yeah. Time with the Lord. And yeah. I would open the door a little bit. And mm -hmm. I would see her with the word open and just yeah. pouring over the word. Sometimes I would see her on her knees uh, yeah. beside the bed, yeah. just praying. And sometimes tears were being yeah. shed. But when she would come mm -hmm. out of that room, we all saw that it, she was a different mm -hmm. person. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking, wow, yeah. she knows God. <laughs> wow. And just this, like that she was modeling it for you, but she didn't even know she was modeling She right? had no just, idea. She didn't know you were peeking through no. the crack. And like, no. So just, yeah, that's amazing. That's really yeah. that's that's It really, really impacted my life. Yeah. yeah. The one, one other thought along these this, this topic of training uh, is that, the, the goal in parenthood also is releasing eventually. Yeah. Right, yeah. launching. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. So therefore, you, you don't want to wait in our culture where a child graduates at 18, goes off to college mm -hmm. perhaps, or career. You don't want to wait till then mm -hmm. to give them the opportunities mm -hmm. to make decisions, to yeah. be released, to be free. So one of the philosophically, one of the ways that I think parenting should be approached is I want mm -hmm. to, in increasing ways, starting a lot earlier than most parents start, mm -hmm. to yeah. give them age-appropriate yeah. opportunity to to make decisions, so, so that good. by the time, for instance, you know, so our kids were maybe a, a junior in high school, it wasn't so much no, you, I won't let you go to that party. It's yeah. I tell you what, I, I really trust your walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, or I, I'm not sure if I trust your work with the Lord, mm -hmm. but I want to give you opportunity yeah. to, yeah. to learn to listen and use wisdom. Yeah. Why don't you pray about it 
and I'll go with what you decide. Yeah, and yeah, then you yeah. go and you, you bite your nails and you wonder, what in the world have I just done? But usually our kids, it was really oh. funny, usually they hated that. Oh, I and they were they usually harder on themselves <laughs> than I would have been. Oh my gosh, Dad, just put it back on me. I know what he would say. He would say, I, sh I shouldn't go or I can't do sure. whatever it is. Yeah. But, at, well, but by that time they're, they're a senior, for instance, yeah. There were a few directive decisions yeah. mm -hmm. because I wanted not only to, to mm -hmm. give them that opportunity, That's but right. I wanted them to have opportunity to make bad decisions yeah. when I was still around, when Penny was still around, mm -hmm. when we can help lift them up yeah. and help process that way. Exactly, them. rather yeah. than waiting for them to be so off good. at you know at a college mm -hmm. or out in a career or yeah. married, and all of a sudden no one is there to help. Yeah. Yeah. help that's so good. Yeah. That's so good. That's so wise. We could talk about this for hours. I know this topic of parenting, but just to kind of wrap it up, what would you say to the parent who's maybe a single parent? Mm -hmm. Maybe they're not a single parent, you know, they're, mm -hmm. but their their spouse really isn't super involved in their in parenting, or you're, they're not on the same page. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe the their spouse isn't walking with the Lord, doesn't have the same values or philosophy mm -hmm. in parenting. What would you say just if they're feeling yeah. discouraged or mm -hmm. hopeless to encourage Great that? question. Do you want me to kick it off? Sure. Okay. Well, you know, um, one thing I just want to share before we launch into that is just the importance if you are married and you're both committed to Jesus and walking with him, yeah. just the value of being a united front. Oh, Don't yeah. let the kids pit you against each other. Yeah, and they will. They're smart <laughs> little, little like guys and girls. You know, and so we just said in front of them, we will, we will present a united mm -hmm. front. Now behind closed doors, we might discuss something and say, you know what, I don't totally agree with that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But to really present that united front. But sometimes you're in a situation where that's just not, mm -hmm. you're right. not able to do. Maybe you are a single parent, or maybe you're married to someone who just won't cooperate mm -hmm. with that. And, you know, we just live in an imperfect world. Right, right. But the one thing to always remember is that you have a wonderful friend in Jesus Amen. and that our kids, even if one parent is mm -hmm. modeling the relationship and walking with Jesus, the kids won't forget that. Yeah. They may say, Dad really walked with Jesus, but Mom you know, yeah. didn't, and they may just notice it. And yeah. as they are adults, they will notice that at times. And it's really hard mm -hmm. if you are all alone to do that. But I would also say, make sure that you stay in community. Mm -hmm. Church community is so helpful uh, mm -hmm. for the single mom mm -hmm. or the single dad that just needs support. And mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, we just get so busy, we pull out of community, but we really do need to have other relationships that can pray for us and hold us up mm -hmm. during those times. Yeah, no, I, I think that's excellent. Mm -hmm. I don't have much to add other than to say that mm -hmm. being in, involved in community yeah. also allows there to be other models, you know, yeah. even yeah. if you don't have your parents or grandparents or mm -hmm. others around to be involved with your children mm -hmm. or a spouse, there can be friends and other individuals and Sunday school teachers mm -hmm. and uh, that mm -hmm. that the kids know and the kids see. Mm -hmm. But you need it for yourself you to do. be in community. Yeah. You need it for your children, and it, those are our tough our tough situations. But even in those tough situations, mm -hmm. God allows the modeling and the sacrifices mm -hmm. 
one may have to make because yeah. of difficult situations to be something really yeah. val valuable mm -hmm. for the kids. Right. right. And just like I think we, we recognize like that God has extended us grace upon a grace that we yeah. don't deserve. We, we, are, we trust that his, you know, our kids are really his yeah. kids and he's going to do the same for them. Yeah. He so he's going to fill in the gaps. Yeah. Uh -huh. He's going to take care of them. So true. Um, so true. Yeah. And that will be part of their story. Yeah. 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 Good. Well, just to wrap up, I mean, just with this, I mean, I know with this past year with you guys' you know, retirement in the last few years, with COVID, really depending with your health, I know we haven't, I know you guys haven't been able to be around as much mm -hmm. as I'm sure you would love to oh, be. Oh, yeah. But just to the, just to the whole church, what mm -hmm. do you, you know, to, not talking about parenting, what do you want to say uh -huh. to just start, just BCDC oh, family here? Okay. Well, I, I have a lot to say, but oh. you know, um, one of the things I just wanted to give a quick update so you'd understand where we're coming from. Yeah. Um, I am in what they call, I have multiple myeloma mm -hmm. and I am in the stage called the refractory stage. And basically that's when the, most of the chemos just aren't working anymore. And so I was told that a few months back and you know, it was hard to hear, but we asked our doctor to please, he's a believer mm -hmm. and we just have a great relationship. And we said, please be honest with us, brutally yeah. honest. We could handle it. We know we believe in the afterlife and, and going to heaven and all those good things. And he said, yeah, it's nothing's working. And he said, it really shortens down the original prognosis that I gave you. And he said, it may be a matter of months or maybe a matter of a couple of years. Mm -hmm. But he said, you could at any moment just take a real dive down and uh, things could go south real quick. And, you know, we, we were thankful. We were sad. We both were teary. Sure. But we both, you know, were thankful that we had that information. But one of the things that it's done for us, the whole experience from six years ago and walking through this has really made us look at life very differently than mm -hmm. we did before. You know, we're all living in that place that we're, every one of us are gonna die. A hundred mm -hmm. years from now, probably not one of us are gonna be still around, right, right. you know? And um, we're all gonna go on. When you have a, a terminal incurable disease, it just brings that to life, to home for you a little bit more. But it's really focused us on the things that are important in life. Mm -hmm. And it's also caused us to really press in deeper to our relationship with the Lord. I do not know how people do it without Jesus. But it presses me into going to, to the Lord and saying, God, I need strength for this and show me what's important. I want to live today as it's mm -hmm. the most important day ever. And I want to follow you today mm -hmm. in what I'm doing. And it really does. Um, what it does for me as I surrender to that. Mm -hmm it brings just incredible peace. Then if I'm constantly kicking against the, you know, against the diagnosis, you know, just kind of say, give me peace for today. And I'm not gonna worry about what next month may bring. It may be really hard what I'm facing next month, but I have to trust him today and I don't have grace for that future, but to give your life to pressing 
into him. That's yeah. the absolute mm-hmm. most important thing. And also just to think my family, I want to make sure that we've sat down with all of our kids and discussed this. Mm-hmm. And we've had all these great discussions about things that really matter, just making sure that we've said everything we need to say. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about those things. And so it's really impacted the way that we've lived. Mm-hmm. Do you want to add to that? That was excellent. Um, it, the, I mean, I, life is investment. Yeah. And and you get an understanding when you're, when you're facing the, the limitations of this life, um, what John, what Jesus, talked about in his challenge to, mm-hmm. to love one another, his challenge to love your enemies, his, his uh, admonition to, to really think yeah. how we invest in other people, how we invest in our marriages, how we invest in our children. So, yeah. it, you know, hopefully for most, it will take, you know, crisis mm-hmm. to bring people to that. Yeah. But, you know, especially in the culture as it yeah. is today, and in our society, I, I think the the encouragement I would have for for anyone I talk mm-hmm. to for the for the church would uh-huh. be to 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 love well yes. to think is this is this issue important mm-hmm. enough for there to be division? It does, people that know me know that I have strong opinions about a lot of things, mm-hmm. but it, but my strong opinions hopefully mm-hmm. never will be so strong. That it would interrupt a person yeah. feeling loved, seeing yeah. that I love them, yes. understanding mm-hmm. that acceptance isn't based on what is mm-hmm. being done or not done or viewed or, or believed or mm-hmm. not believed. And I yeah. think just having that kind of pause in life to say, mm-hmm. how am I prioritizing my life? How am I prioritizing my walk with Jesus? Mm-hmm. And and am I loving well? Yeah. That's that's important. And one last little thing to add to that. The Bible says they will know we are Christians by our love. Mm-hmm. And it's just really good to stop and say, you know, over this political issue or whatever, would they know I'm a Christian by my love? Yeah. You know, and am I, even though we have differences, am I still pressing in to love mm-hmm. this brother or sister that I will spend eternity with. And am I modeling love, the love of Christ during this time? There's a story that's passed down through Christian history about the apostle John before he died was old man carried into meetings Mm -hmm. and and they would sit him down and and after they uh, brought him into a meeting and they'd say, brother, do you have anything to say to us? And over and over in each of those mm-hmm. situations, John just looked at the, the the people and just said, brothers and sisters, just love one another. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. there there is something so about that that mm-hmm. that we we really need to love well yeah. if we want to be a reflection yeah. of who Jesus right. is. Mm-hmm. When it all comes down to it, it's it's really pretty simple. Yeah. It's yeah. complicated to walk out. Oh boy. But it, it <laughs> yep. really is. It comes mm-hmm. down yeah. to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were talking about investment. I mean, I know I speak on behalf of the whole church. Uh, we thank you guys just for your mm-hmm. faithful investment in all of our lives just over the years. And, um, and you know, Penny, we talk about all the time. We're living in the already and not yet of yeah. the kingdom. And yeah. we're praying for the, the already, but we recognize the not yet as a possibility. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we, we will continue to be praying for both thank of you. you. And, and for God to move and bring healing, but we also, but we are, we know that 
Think like Jesus gets the final say. He, he does. does. Nobody else does. He, he has my days numbered. Say. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. And he knows that. Yeah. He know, has known that from mm-hmm. the beginning of eternity. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah. just thank you both so so much. I wish we could just keep going for hours on this. <laughs> but thank you so much for your time. Oh, and, and thank you for having us. us. Yeah. We're honored. Thank you. <laughs>